because he says so many women are losing sight of who they are. Mm-hmm. Like they're getting caught, like I'm a wife, I'm a mom, I'm doing all these things in ministry and all of this, but they're losing sight when trials come or tests come. They forget about God or they want to walk away when it's really, really hard. And so God was telling me that women need to stand firm and own who they are. Know who they are and stand firm in that, that they are mine. Welcome to the All Things Beloved podcast with me, Christina Patterson, where we speak with real women about real faith in a real God. This is a safe place to have honest conversations about faith, life, relationships, purpose, and well, all things beloved. Thank you so much for joining today's conversation. Be sure to share with a friend and enjoy the show. Hello, beloved, and welcome to another episode of All Things Beloved, where we chat about faith, family, ministry, and well, all things beloved. I'm super excited to chat not only with today's guest, but my actual friend, Courtney Richard. Courtney Richard is an author, speaker, and the founder of Inside Out with Courtney, a ministry that helps women grow in their walk with Christ from the heart and equips them to fulfill God's God-given purpose. Courtney is also an author and contributing writer for iBelieve.com, Women's Ministry Tools, YouVersion, and more. Her blog, Inside Out with Courtney, reaches thousands of women across the globe, and she was listed as top 50 Christian women bloggers every woman must follow. She's passionate about helping women make a greater impact in their personal lives, homes, church, community, and purpose. Welcome to Beloved Courtney. Hey, I'm so glad to be here. Woo woo. Hey ladies. Listen, I'm so glad to have you here. Um, I want to share a story about how we met because in your bio, you you share that you are a contributing writer for um, iBelieve.com. And I mean, this was probably about six years ago when I saw you up there and I was kind of getting started in my own writing and wanting to contribute and guest post more. And um, I was looking up there on all the the writers that were writing and there was one brown face up there (laughs) at the time. It's a lot more now, Mm -hmm. but at the time it was you. And I, I found the courage. I found, I went to your website and I emailed you not thinking that I would, hear anything back because I'm like oh man she big time she got all these emails uh, she probably got people emailing her all the time and I just was like hey I saw you on I believe I think what you're doing is great you know I don't even remember what I said but I just remember wanting to connect with you yeah and you wrote back and you were so gracious and you were so encouraging mm. and edifying and you were just like girl I just wrote them and said can I get here and you should do that too That's you right. know? and I love just how embracing you were mm-hmm. um of other women in the same circle as you there was no competition or anything it was like girl this this room at the table i'm a school yes, right here with me that's right you know? and y'all that's the courtney i know that's the courtney i'm glad to share with you all today and um just that example i i try to follow that um in my own ministry and leadership life yes. of just your acceptance and embracing and just saying, mm-hmm. girl, oh, you want to know how I did this? Yeah, let me tell you real quick. You know, and that's that's just who you are, Courtney. Um, and mm-hmm. I shared your official bio, but in your own words, would you share with us who you are and what you do? Yes, absolutely. First of all, thank you so much, Christina. I really appreciate you having me on. And, um, and you're right. That's just how I am. I'm like, hey, <laughs> if you need help, 
let's just go ahead and talk about it. I mean, I don't mind sharing because that's how we, that's what we do. We're sisters in Christ and that's how I look at it. Um, so thank you so much. I'm so glad the Lord connected us. Uh, I'm a blogger, author, speaker, mentor. I help women do what they're called to do. I've been blogging since uh, 2011. Okay. And uh, I've been writing since I was 12. And wow. so I'm married, three kids. My oldest is 22. I have two teenagers, 16 and 14. They're in high school and you know, just doing all the things, yep. all the things, all the things, speaking, busy. Um, but I just love it. I count it a privilege to be able to mm -hmm. serve God this way and to be able to use the gift of writing and use our voice to be able to share his word and share the gospel and uh, even to do it like we're doing it right now virtually. So this is so right. good. I love it. Thank you. And, you know, you reach so many women in, in what you're called to do, which is encourage women in Christ and God's truth on, on so many different levels. And you're so faithful with it. Mm -hmm. I know every Monday morning at 730, <laughs> you have your new blog post of the week come out. And I mean, years, four yeah, years you've right. been doing this. And so um, you write on various topics mm -hmm. that affect Christian women. Mm -hmm. um, but I wanted to focus on a book that you wrote called Identified. Yes. And you talk about the importance of truly understanding your identity in Christ. I want to mm -hmm. ask why this book, why this topic out of all the topics that you write on that you wanted mm -hmm. to focus on in this book? Well, uh, at the time when I started writing this book, I was actually going to write on balance. God was like, mm. you know, I was thinking, oh, this is going to be great. You know, everybody needs to know how to balance their life out. Right. And as I was sitting down and I was writing, the Lord shifted me. I always tell people that God shifted me to write this because I wasn't thinking about writing on identity. But he led me to talk mm. about the R. Mm. Like they're getting caught like I'm a wife, I'm a mom, I'm doing all these things in ministry and all of this. But they're losing sight when trials come or tests come. They forget about mm -hmm. God or they want to walk away when it's really, really hard. And so God was telling me that women need to stand firm and own who they are. Know who they are and stand firm in that, that they are mine. Mm -hmm. Right. And so do not walk away from this. Do not be so shaken to where, you know, like Jesus said, will you abandon me when he asked the disciples and those in the crowd? Because people were walking away mm -hmm. uh, and and they were like, where will we go? And so we have to be the same way and knowing who we are in Christ and firm in our identity in him, no matter what happens in our life, that we will not be shaken. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so and then do what we're called to do. And so the next part of that book is after we know who we are in Christ, then the next phase is to identify those gifts that he's placed inside of us and to be able to go forth and utilize everything that he's given us. And one of the things I like to say is mm -hmm. occupy. Jesus said, occupy until mm. he returns, like do mm. what you're called to do. So if we, we get shaken in our identity and we start thinking, well, who am I today? Or I don't know who I am. I'm lost. You know, I mean, I'm just a wife or I'm just a ministry mm. leader. Or I'm just a mother. And that's not true. Or like I said, when the trial hits, it's like, I don't know. I, I don't know what to do now. And and some people, like I said, they actually walk away from this thing and they fall away. And so that's why God let me to write this book. So just stand firm in who you are. Yeah. What are some of the greatest challenges that women face that prevent them from accepting or knowing their identity in Christ? That you've uh, seen? I would say one of the things, and this is very big, and this is probably going to sound like the duh, like really like Courtney, tell mm -hmm. us something new. But honestly, it's the comparison game. We compare mm -hmm. ourselves to others, you know, what other people are doing. And we feel like I need to do that. And the reality is that, nope, 
you just need to do what God's calling you to do. You just need mm-hmm. to be who God has called you to be and you need to stay in your lane. Yeah. Another thing too is um, with identity is, is that God has made you unique. You're very valuable to the kingdom and you have a purpose. I always tell women that you have a purpose. And so because you're so valuable and because you're unique, utilize those, the gifts and the gifts and talents that he's given you, but also do something different, do something fresh. Like mm-hmm. for me, I'm a blogger, right? right? But what I did was I said, okay, well, just instead of writing a blog, then I want to do something a little different. I want to do some blog cover stories. So I changed it up. I was like, I don't want a full-fledged magazine, but I would like to do some feature stories and feature women who are either big or medium or small. I don't care where you are. If you have a story, it doesn't matter. I want to talk to you and I want to get it out and I want to get it out through the blog. And so I found out that bloggers, we're the new media, girl. We are the new media. Okay. (laughs) And so podcasters and bloggers, it's like, get the story. Like get yeah. the story on that podcast and get the story through that blog. And so we are so needed. And so again, just be unique. I want, I write. And so I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to do blog covers. Mm-hmm. I don't want a full fledged magazine. That's too much work for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already doing everything. And so I would just encourage the listeners and the watchers to find something that's different. That's niche that you can do to bring to the table because you don't have to worry about what the next person is doing. You know what the person's doing next to you. You need to find out what God is calling you to do and then step into that and own it. Own yeah. it. Yeah. Now, Courtney, you know, a lot of women can look at you and be like, oh, she has it all together. It's easy for her to understand her identity. Christ, she's so gorgeous. She got all these followers. You know, can you share a little bit of your come up story, your faith come up story? Like what challenges have you personally had to overcome to embrace your identity in Christ? Um, You know, I was told something that really hurt me. And, and it had me, you know, it really had me down for a moment. I was told by a leader who I really respected. uh, She actually told me, well, the reason why this person has all of these opportunities and all of this, you know, these major platforms and things like that is because of her dad and you don't have her dad. Mm. And I was like, wow, Mm. I don't have her dad. And so I just kind of sat in that. It hurt me. It broke me because I really looked up to this person. But mm-hmm. then I had to shift a gear and I had to say, you know what? It doesn't matter that I don't have her dad. I mm-hmm. have father God, yeah. right? He is my daddy mm-hmm. and he's a big daddy, right? And I said, so he can give me the favor that I need. He can open the doors that I need. He can, um, you know, put me on these platforms where I'm able to share his word in a greater way. Because that's my passion. I really, really want to share the word of God and be able to help as many women as I possibly can. And so that hurt me. And I had mm-hmm. to just, you know, just realize that, no, 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 God's got me. And Mm -hmm. he's my father. And you got to understand that anybody who's watching, it's a climb. Like for me, I had to climb. I had to, you know, I haven't arrived. I don't think we, any of us arrive, right? Right. But what I do believe is that diligence, hard work, standing firm in the word, prayer, fasting, Mm -hmm. and just being able to hone in on my gifts and the talents that he's given me and be able to just cultivate those gifts and talents and just walk in that God confidence, knowing that he's got me. And that whatever door opens for me, I'm trusting. Girl, I'm praying back here. I am praying for all of these. I, people don't realize. Girl, yeah. I am praying. I have a prayer journal. Wow. And I write in this journal. I'm like, Lord, please. I would love for this to happen. Lord, I would love for this. You know. And then I go back and I look in this journal and I see what he says yes to. Maybe I'm still waiting for or no. 
And so I am a praying woman behind the scenes. And so when doors open, I'm like, woo, rejoice with me, sister, because God did it. Yes, yes. So it's been hard. I told my husband the other day, Mm-hmm. I said, when you look at people, you don't know the things that they go through, the hard things, the trials, the tests, which I have been through many. I've definitely had my share, but they make me stronger. They help me. They give me writing, you know, tools. Right. I mean, I can write about those experiences and um, help people to see. And I'm more relatable in that way when I go through tough things in my life. Um, but girl, I've come from the bottom. Mm. You know what I mean? I have come from the bottom, but I just don't stop. I keep working. I keep writing. I keep speaking. I keep reaching out. I keep connecting. I keep collaborating, collaborating. I keep seeking God like, okay, Lord, what next? So Mm. it's just keep going, just keep going, keep going, keep going. Because the biggest goal that we have is to fulfill this great commission, to get out there, share this gospel, to be able to encourage the body of Christ and be mature in him ourselves. So that's what it's about for me. And that's how I would say, you know, that's what's happened for me. Yeah. And, you know, when we do step out and answer our call, you know, we know and you talk about this in your book that there is opposition, there is spiritual attack. And you spend a good amount of the book um, talking about that. Can you expound a little bit more on the connection between knowing who we are in Christ and overcoming spiritual attack? Yes. So the enemy doesn't want anything more than to make you not feel like you're a child of God, make mm-hmm. you not feel like you're not identified in him. He's the accuser of the brethren. And so mm-hmm. anytime we do something wrong, he's just coming at us or going to God and be like, see, look at your daughter, look at what she mm-hmm. did. Right. Or when we have these hard things and these, these challenges and these trials, again, he, he just wants us to walk away from God because it's like, why would a loving God do that? Why would, mm-hmm. you know, you're doing all this ministry stuff and you're doing all these things for God and you got your kids reading the Bible and doing devotions and all these things. And then stuff happens and you're like, I don't know who I am anymore. Mm -hmm. And so that's exactly what he wants. He wants us to get so shaken. He wants us to walk away, but we have to say, no, no, no. I'm going to put on full armor of God. I know that I'm in spiritual warfare. I know this is an attack, especially when we're doing a lot of things for the Lord, when we're doing Mm -hmm. a lot of things for the kingdom, we are, we have a target on our backs and he wants us. But the great thing is that God is fighting for us and he's got our backs. So while we have Mm -hmm. on the full armor and we're dressed, we don't have anything on our back, but God's got our back. Right. And so we just have to trust that, you know, when I feel spiritual warfare coming upon me, I know it gets real thick. I can tell when the presence of the enemy is near mm-hmm. because when I'm doing something, I have to stop and think, okay, what am I working on? That's what you have to think about. What are you working on? Whenever you are doing something great, when you're writing, you're about to speak, you have to sing, you have to do a liturgical dance, whatever mm-hmm. it is that you're doing for the Lord, you have a podcast coming up or a TV show or whatever it is, you got to know that the enemy is right there because he's going to wreak some type of havoc. And the havoc could be in your marriage. All of a sudden, you and your husband start fussing and getting into an argument. And, you know, it's like, where is this coming from? You have to stop, pause and go, wait a minute. I am working on this message. Wait a minute. I've got to sing Sunday. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. You know, I've got this podcast coming up with this person. And so the enemy is just trying to wreak havoc in my life. And so you got to realize, hold up, I'm going to put the helmet of salvation. I am saved in him. Mm-hmm. The belt of truth. Amen. I'm going to put up the sword of the spirit. Amen. Right. I'm going to cut him up. The sword yeah. of the spirit. Cut him up. And then that shield of faith. Put up that shield of faith. I'm actually doing a message on this right now for my dive conference. Woo! Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, I'm going deeper in spiritual warfare. And so it's fresh to me. And so we have to, whenever, you know, fear comes up or whenever we're shaken in any way or we don't know who we are, we have to put on the full armor of God. 
mm-hmm. shoes of peace. I mean, you got to break out everything. The word of God, the scriptures that you've been eating and feasting on and holding on to, you got to break all that out because the enemy does not want that word to go forth. He does not want that song to come through. He does not want that interview to happen. He just doesn't want you to share anything good about God. Or if you're going to help somebody, he wants people to stay in the state that they're in. And if you are that person to help lift them out of that, whether they're reading a blog or, you know, a post that you put on social media or whatever you're working on, he's going to fight you tooth Mm -hmm. and nail. But you have to resist him. Humble yourself under the mighty, you know, hand of God. Mm-hmm. resist the enemy. And guess what? He will flee. Bible says he will flee, but we have to resist him and we have to humble ourselves under God and keep pressing forward and doing what he's calling us to do. No matter the opposition, we got to keep going. Just like Nehemiah did, they had to keep going, keep yeah. going. In the midst, they yeah. had to rebuild that wall. There was opposition, but they had to rebuild the wall, but the enemy was all around them, but they got it done. Got to stay focused. Got to stay focused. This is the second time that you brought up, keep going, don't quit. Yeah press through, you know, what encouragement would you give to the woman who is just tired though? She's like, Mm -hmm. you know, I got all these negative thoughts. I'm not really sure about my identity in Christ. The enemy coming Mm -hmm. at me left and right, you know, coming through me, through my marriage, through my children, Mm -hmm. through my coworkers, you know, and I'm tired. Where did she find that motivation and that energy to push through, to Mm -hmm. keep going? Because the Bible yeah. tells us, you know, not to grow weary in doing well, and then mm-hmm. we'll reap a harvest. That's but right. But that keep going, that's the hardest part. Yeah. So Galatians 6, 9 is what you're referencing, you know, and that's that's it. We don't grow weary. That's a that's not just a suggestion, but that mm-hmm. is actually the word to us. Don't grow weary in well-doing for in due season you shall reap if you faint not. Right. Mm-hmm. Yesterday I was just working on something and I really mm-hmm. wanted to faint. I wanted to give up. I was like, you know what? This maybe this is not the time. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to be working on this. I really wanted to give up. But then a sister in Christ inboxed me and she said, I think this article is for you. And she sent me an article and I read it. And I'm telling you, girl, it pulled me up out of that thing. I was like, okay, hold up. (laughs) Breakthroughs around the corner. Blessings on the other side. I'm like, hold up. I'm going, girl, listen, I'm going to do this. Yes. (laughs) And I had a fresh charge in me to be able to get up, rise up and do that thing. Because I'm like, listen, I want the harvest. And if the listeners are listening to this, you want the harvest. So do not faint. Do not grow weary in well-doing. I know that's easier said than done, but that is the word of God. We can't just feast on this word, do our devotions and read the Bible and meditate on it and don't apply it. I'm very big on James 122, where it says, mm-hmm. be doers of the word, not hearers only, lest we deceive our own selves. Right. We deceive ourselves when we don't apply the word that we receive. And so my encouragement would be to honor the word, apply the word in your life and do not grow weary because the harvest is coming, but you cannot faint. Another thing too, as you notice, I mentioned that a sister rose mm-hmm. up and came to my aid to help yeah. me. So rely on the sisterhood. There's mm-hmm. so much sisterhood happening right now. So many collaboratives, so many people in your circle, your inner circle, people that you're connected with on Facebook and Instagram, reach out. I call them reinforcement. Reach out for yeah. your reinforcement because I literally inboxed her and I was like, I don't know if I can do this. And she came back with, hold on, check out this article I'm going to send you. And it really helped me. So utilize your friends, utilize your circle. I talk to my husband all the time. He encourages me as well. Girl, I pull out everything. The word of God, prayer. Go take a nap. Lay down. If you're tired, go take a nap because the enemy will use your fatigue against you. 
So use that, that nap as a weapon against him and then get up, rise up and let's go. Yes. Because like you said, the enemy will try to overwhelm you. And then he'll do that with thinking like, oh, I have to do all the things and you really don't. And when you take that nap and you wake up and you ready to fight another day, that's what he doesn't want, you know? So, but rest requires trust. Yes. You know, you have to say all this to-do list, everything on my calendar, all these responsibilities, I can just put this on the table for a moment. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm gonna let, I'm gonna trust God with it, you know, yeah. cause he doesn't sleep, but I'm finna sleep right now. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to take a nap. And he, and I think Elijah, I know he had got discouraged and God's first response to him was to put him to sleep, wake him up, give him some, some bread and some water, and then send him on his way. And, yeah. and like what you said, sometimes just rest is the biggest part of combating spiritual warfare that we can partake in, yeah. you know, but we're scared to do it. I wanted to shift a little bit and, you have brought up balance and potentially wanted to write a book originally about balance, but I do want to talk about it here because you do do a lot. You got the family, you got the husband, ministry, church. You know, I know you pre people probably ask you, how do you balance it all? And uh, we had Kia on one of the shows talk about the difference between balance and harmony. So I'll mm -hmm. say, I, maybe I won't say balance, but how are you managing a beautiful harmony of all the responsibilities that you have in your life? Um, well, I rest. I intentionally yeah. rest. Yesterday, I went and got a massage, a 90-minute massage. It. Oh, yes, girl, I had to have it. <laughs> and so I scheduled a massage, and so it was so good. Then the other day, I scheduled a pedicure, and it was like an hour-long pedicure. And just the simple things like that. I love to take rides. I will get in my car. I live about an hour outside of Austin, and I will drive. Today was such a beautiful day. I really was like, oh, mm -hmm. I would love to get on the road and take a drive. But I have a deadline. I'm working on a new book. And I have a deadline. Oh. And so I can't do that. But, um, but Friday's coming. Amen. Yeah. Friday is coming and I'm driving to Austin. And so, yeah. so are you um, intentional about take, not working on weekends? I'm very intentional about not working okay. on weekends because, and I've recently just got to that. And I also set hours, work hours. I think that's very important for us as women is to put some boundaries around mm -hmm. your work hours and your family. And even if you're, if you're single, just your personal life. And so what I did was I don't start working till 11. And so okay. my email actually says that in my signature, it says 11 to four because I have to go pick up my kids right. after four. And so I put those boundaries there. So that way, if someone doesn't get in touch with me before then, then they know, oh yeah, the email says she doesn't start until 11. Mm -hmm. So you set those boundaries for people to know. And I also have in parentheses that I'm off on Saturdays and Sundays. So if you email me, Right. But. You may not get a response. Now, sometimes I do because, hey, we work for God. And so if I have to respond to something, I will. But for mm -hmm. the most part, we have to set those types of boundaries. Otherwise, you'll be exhausted. By the time Monday comes, you'll be exhausted. Now, let me tell you, Monday is my blogging day. Right. But, but here's the thing. Mondays, I don't like to do anything. I don't like to do interviews. I don't like to do yeah. um, any type of uh, anything that's going to take me away from rest. Because I'm like, I don't like to jump into my week too mm -hmm. strong. Like Tuesday through Friday, I'm rolling. But yeah. on Monday, I don't like to jump into it. Like I love Mondays. I absolutely love Mondays. Now I'm working in the background, but right. I don't want to have to have all this stuff that I have to show up for on a Monday. Right. So I think it's good to have a day. I also think it's good. You have a day for yourself where you don't rush into things, but I also think it's good to have a Sabbath rest 
That's so important, right? Mm -hmm. And so to be able to take that time where you just rest, you know, you spend time with God, you get in the word, you pray, you take a walk, you take a ride, you go to a Christian bookstore, which I love, Mardell Christian Bookstore. Woo -woo. <laughs> um, I will spend hours there, uh, the Barnes and Noble, whatever. I mean, just do something that gives you life. Mm -hmm. That is how I balance it out. And I balance out time with my family. Friday night is my family time. That yeah. is something that I do not schedule anything with, you know, unless I'm out of town for a speaking engagement. But even my husband was like, listen, you cannot be out of town every weekend. No, yeah. ma'am. No, ma'am. You are a wife and you are a mom and you need to be home. And so I don't schedule all of, I don't like lock my weekend to speak at everything because then I won't be home for my family. And yeah. so we just have to be able to set those boundaries. And, and that to me is creating that balance. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Now I wanted to know, um, what encouragement would you give to the woman who's struggling to really step out in faith and, um, pursue the calling that God's placed on her life. Cause sometimes it'll feel so big, you know, and there's some fear that'll go into just mm -hmm. stepping out, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I get it. I get it. Um, take baby steps. Yeah. You know, prepare yourself in the background study. I did a lot of study in the background, a mm -hmm. lot of reading. I'm also a licensed minister. So I did a lot mm -hmm. of training for that. And so you have to prepare yourself in the background too. And allow those challenges and those experiences to grow you up and mature you because you will use them when you're speaking. You will use them in interviews. You will use mm -hmm. that in your writing. You will use that when you hit a platform. You will use everything that God is doing in your life. So timing, timing, timing is everything. So when God calls you out, you'll be ready. But in yeah. the meantime, you don't have to rush out there because mm -hmm. guess what? Let me tell you where I am right now. I am busy and tired. Yeah, <laughs> I, am, I am busy and I am tired. And that is a reality. And I think the higher you go, the more the devil is at you. You know, mm -hmm. he gets at you. We talked about that spiritual warfare. The higher you go, the greater the attack. And the higher you go, the more tired you are. The higher you go, you like to sometimes overcommit. And mm -hmm. so a lot of people don't realize that the higher you go, the busier you will become. And sometimes your walk with the Lord will slack. Sometimes your time in the word will slack. Sometimes that prayer time will slack. And you have to say, oh, no, wait a minute. Hold on. I got to get back to this. So don't rush to get to that top, which you think mm -hmm. is the top, because, honey, you're going to be busier than you've ever been in your life. And so just take your time. God's timing is perfect. You'll get there. Doors will open for you, but just wait on him. He's got you. And when it's time, run. Yes, I love that. I love that. Um, is there any final encouragement you want to give to our beloved sisters about knowing their identity in Christ or stepping out on faith? Yes, absolutely. Um, I would say just, again, own who you are. Know who you are in Christ. Don't be shaken. Know that you are valuable, that you are called, that he chose you. He chose you to be in the kingdom. He invited you. You said, yes, you're in the kingdom. And so the next step is to own that identity, walk in it with boldness and with confidence. Know who you are. Understand that you don't have to be anybody but yourself. And I know you hear that all the time. You don't have to compare yourself. But when you're looking at these social media posts and you're seeing all these things that everybody's doing, guess what? Your time is coming. I'm there with you, girl. I see stuff. I'm like, listen, I'm like, oh, I would love to do that. And then all of a sudden it opens up for me or God says, no, that's not what I want for you. So being able to just accept 
that this is this is my lane. I'm good. The highway is very packed right now. A lot of people are doing a lot of the same things. Do something different. Do what God's called you to do. Do something different. Find your niche, you know, and and then go for it. Go for it. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much, Courtney. Will you share with us how our viewers can connect with you? Absolutely. So um, my go-tos are Facebook and Instagram. And so it's Courtney Richard. You can connect with me there. Also, Inside Out with Courtney, you can, uh, that's my my ministry page. So if you go on there. And uh, also my website is CourtneyRichard.com. That's where everything is. You can connect with me for any, any reason. And my blog is on there as well. So yes, that's the great ways to connect with me. Thank you so much. I so appreciate it, Christina. Courtney, thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you. Beloved, thank you so much for watching. If today's interview was an encouragement for you, would you please share it with a friend? Because you just never know who might need some beloved encouragement today. As always, thank you so much for watching. And until next time, be beautiful, be blessed, and be loved.